Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. 1234 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. They're open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 until 10 p.m. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Eltoff that Oilers Now sent you. As uh, we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and hook up with Elliot Friedman for Abe's Door Service, where services are specialty, visit abesdoor.ca. Elliot, thank you for... Uh, making the move and, and helping us schedule you in uh, this weekend. Are you, I think is, are, there's still going to be a couple trades tomorrow, aren't they, or, or on NHL trade li- deadline day coverage? I, I think there always are, uh, Bob. Like, this is, you know, this is the kind of weird spot where you're saying, okay, everything that we thought we knew was going to happen has happened. What are the surprises? Like, there's all. I mean, remember a couple of years ago, it was, it was Vrana for Manta. Like that one came kind of out of nowhere. So I'm sitting here wondering. Yesterday, Ronick for the first rounder. That one kind of came out of nowhere. So part of my thing here is what's going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because the Oilers have made the. I'd like to get your thoughts on the two trades. I will tell you right now, Elliot, I wanted to see the Oilers do something significant. You know that. The time was now to do something significant. I think everybody felt they needed to upgrade their defense, and a strong argument can be made. And I'm not saying this because Edmonton looked pretty good against Toronto. It was interesting. Jay Woodcroft said the Oilers were going to be ready for the game. They were ready for that game. I think the players uh, were perked up as a result of that deal, bringing in Mentius Ekholm. But I'd like to get your thoughts on the two big trades involving the Demons, whose names were out there, Ekholm and then Jacob Trick, uh, Chikrin. Well, I, you know, I, I think this. I like. I think Ekholm is exactly what you guys needed. Um, I, I'm a huge Ekholm fan. I, I think he's a, a hell of a player. Um, uh, I think that uh, he's got like a like he's just got a great attitude. The natural guys absolutely loved him. And uh, you know, look, like you guys have a lot of talent. You can always be deeper. Um, you know, I think that. We all saw the issue there, and that is you need someone who can, you know, defend. And Eckholm, Eckholm is a good defender who can skate the puck out of trouble and get the puck out of trouble. He's very good at going back and getting the puck and getting it out of trouble. And you can never have too many guys like that. I, I just think that he's a great pickup for you. Yes, it comes at a cost. Yes, there's term, but... You know, I, I think the guy I think the guy is exactly what you needed. You know, Chikrin, I you know, I I'm hearing conflicting things about what happened there, Bob. I'm sure someday we will get to the bottom of it. 
but I'm hearing uh, very conflicting things about what happened there. And I've had oh, some so. people to say that you were close. Oh, okay. Well, I've had some people say that uh, you guys were close on Chikrin and pivoted to Eckholm. I've had other people say that Eckholm was your first choice the entire time. And maybe there were talks with Chikrin, but they always believed that Eckholm was your guy. So, well, I mean, over time, I'm sure we'll figure it out. But I think you guys got a guy that you absolutely needed. Yeah, well... Uh... You know, it's interesting because Ken Holland, when he was the manager in Detroit, traded out of the draft slot where Chikrin went, traded down. The Red Wings drafted Dennis Chalowski. Now, they included Pavel Datsuk's contract to Arizona to get out of that deal. Uh, of course, yep. didn't cost Arizona a cent because Datsuk didn't play. It just cost him cap space. Um, mm hmm you know, I, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe they just didn't like him in his draft year. I would say this, just with the, here's the thing. If your argument is Chikrin was 24, he might be a better long-term fit. He's cheaper, all that. That is a defensible position to take. The one thing we don't know is whether or not the draft capital is the same in the eyes of Bill Armstrong from Edmonton that it would be from Ottawa. Maybe Armstrong looked at it and said, the picks will be better in Ottawa just because they're in a tougher conference. Is that a feasible argument they can make? Well, I, I, I definitely... Um... I definitely think they like the pick better from Ottawa, although the big challenge now is by trading Chikrin there, you've probably made Ottawa a better team. Yeah. So that that happens. Um, but, yes, I definitely think one theory there is true. The other thing, too, is one of the things I've talked about Ken Holland over the years is, is that he's not – and I have to go through his history, but I know he's talked about it. He's – if avoidable – he doesn't like to have doesn't like to acquire players who have big injury histories, and I I have heard of that about him. He he told me that once, like when he was still the GM of Detroit and they're one of those Stanley Cup Finals, he was talking about long term contracts and things like that, and he said that there were I, 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 he said that there were three things, and one of them was you have to they, it has to be a critical player for your team, obviously. But one of them was they have to be available and they have to be somebody that you know you're going to have in your lineup. And, um, you know, you never know these days because hockey's a contact sport and, and weird stuff happens. But, you know, you have to be really careful when you're acquiring somebody with an injury history. And I thought about that over the last couple of days you know Chikrin obviously has an injury history and Eckholm has generally been very healthy in his career so if you were to tell me that that was another reason they went with one over the other 100% I would absolutely believe that 100%. I would totally believe you know that. you know how yeah. much I liked Reed Schaefer that one hurt to see him included in a deal but if I'm Nashville that's yeah. all I would have asked for all day and you got to yep. give to get Tyson Berry is a great guy but I think the fit is better for Edmonton with Eckholm than it would have been with Chikrin, but I understand the position from people out there that say, well, Chikrin's cheaper and his age group would have worked better with Edmonton. All right. Um, yep. It's it's my, I mean, who are the biggest names left in here? I mean, it's you know, we waited for Chikrin to get traded forever. Eckholm ends up getting moving. Uh, the Bertuzzi trade today, obviously Taylor Hall goes to LTIR. Do we assume he's on LTIR for the rest of the regular season? Oh, I do. And, until proven wrong, I absolutely, I absolutely believe that that's going to be the case. Until I'm proven uh, incorrect, um, 
And, you know, Felino's hurt too, although that's regular injured reserve as opposed to For now. Uh, LTIR. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see where it all goes. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I would think so. And I'll tell you this, if I was a general manager in the NHL, I'd play those games. I mean, Bertuzzi was – I was writing this morning that Bertuzzi was the guy, and as you said, he's gone. So, you know, I'm kind of looking around, like – Who's still out there that we know of? Well, I don't think I don't think Miller from Vancouver is getting dealt by the deadline. I can always be wrong, but I, I don't believe that to be the case. I mean, Besser uh, could be one guy. I would say uh, I'm I'm really curious. Like Calgary, and I said this a couple of days now. I think Calgary's trying to figure out what they're going to do. Um, I think there are teams out there, and I suspect one of them is Carolina, who uh, likes their players, but. I, I just don't know that Calgary's decided what they're going to do yet. Um, you mean, so that's, what do you, what do you mean? What they're they, gonna, are you telling me they're not going to stay in? There's nine teams in the West for eight spots. Are you telling me that the Flames might cash their chips in? I, I don't know that they're going to cash their chips in, uh, Bob, but I think that they're 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 being forced to confront some decisions that they didn't think they would have to do this year. Um, and, and so that's why I just think they're thinking about I'm not saying that they're going to do it, but I think they're thinking about where are we going. Um, wow. So, uh, like, I don't. They might not do anything, but I think I think they're in a weird spot. Okay. And you know what? Also, they're. You know what? Also, Bob, their math isn't good. So I think they're kind of looking at it. Um, uh, like it's been a really hard year there. Um, I'm still waiting for Winnipeg. I, I think they've got – I'm, I'm trying to figure out what they're up to. You know, there was the Logan Stanley uh, uh, trade rumor report today. Um, you know, I, I've heard his name out there, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, uh, that's a team I'm still kind of waiting on a little bit. And – trying to think new jersey new jersey's another one i'm still waiting I, I think they could have another move in them uh i can tell you that in the case of new jersey there's some admiration out there for multiple facets of how their organization is i'm not talking just on the analytics side obviously look tyler dello used to work for the Oilers. he's a smart dude i'm talking about a lot of how they do their business streams there's there there's some mm -hmm. people out there that i know that have looked at how that team is run and admire a lot of things about what they do and uh, so and i'm going to assume they get mired up all right we're going to blast through some names here elliot so uh, okay horvat's been traded o'reilly's been traded taze is injured Monahan is injured. Eller has been traded. We're looking at guys that can play center. Larkin has been signed to an extension. We think the Sharks are going to hold on to Couture. Uh, what about Domi, who's played a second-line role yeah. in Chicago all year? What do you think there? I think there's. I, I think in his perfect world, he would he would like to stay and extend. Um, that's a guy I can see potentially again for Carolina, yep. if they don't find anything else, uh, a guy with term. Um, but like Domi's played really well this year, especially as of late. But I've heard he would really prefer to stay and sign. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. All right. Uh, this is a. Uh, I mean, Detroit's been moving some bodies out here. What about Sunquist? He's playing 14-11 per game he's six foot three he's a uh yeah he's a 2.75 million dollar cap hit so it'd be a 1.37 million dollar addition is he a player that can help a team in a top nine role he's got seven goals and 20 points this year yeah, I, I like uh, I like Sundqvist, and I, I think if we should realize anything right now when it comes to Steve Eiserman, he's a seller so 
uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Sunquist played really well for uh, St. Louis that year. They won the Stanley yeah. Cup. So he was a good depth player in the playoffs. I absolutely would be interested. Nick Bugstead, what are you hearing there? He has been scratched. Uh, who's 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 got him again? Ben Hankinson's got him. He even tweeted out. I think yeah. he's stuck at like 699 yeah. games or something. He was a guy who was on your radar for a while. I, I was told this week not likely, but, you know, not likely. I mean, what does that mean right now? Yeah. But I was told not likely. Um, you know, he's had a really good year. The only question I have about Bukestad is someone pointed out to me that the last year in the first round against St. Louis, the Wild didn't play him. Scratch six so, times. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, are you getting someone who can help you in the playoffs, I think is the question. 40. I wouldn't have been, I, you know, I got to tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys, I don't know if it was possible, but I wouldn't be surprised if you guys were looking at Eller. <laughs> no, well, I would make, we're going to have Al May coming up as well a little bit later on. Elliot Friedman for Abe's Store. Oh, good Sto guy. Yeah, Elliot, Elliot Friedman for Abe's Store Service. Visit abestoreservice.ca. Services are especially. The forwards, Meyer's been traded. Kane's been traded. Uh, Bertuzzi's been traded. Tarasenko has been traded. Uh, Jeannot, Mammoth returned there. Niederreiter has been traded. Uh, Hoffman's got a year left in Montreal. He's a big cap hit. Anderson, I love. I don't mm -hmm. know how the hell you make that deal. Um, I, I don't. I don't get the sense he's going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I am terrified to say these things, Bob, because I could look like a gigantic idiot tomorrow or tonight. But I don't get the sense Anderson's going anywhere. Hoffman, I think that's a really tough one to move. You really know, Hudson, tough one. Hudson saw a screenshot that somebody put out on me on Twitter and said, "Dad, you look like a gigantic idiot." So I, I hear that often in my household. <laughs> How about you? Uh, here's I do all the time. I usually hear it from my wife, though. Yeah, yeah. I've never. Have you ever tied an argument with your wife? By the way, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, man, the the wingers drop off a bit, right? Like you're, you know, somebody said, "What about a guy like LeBanc out of San Jose?" I don't, you know, I don't like. Yes. You know, um, Hathaway's been moved further down the food chain. McEwen, did he break his orbital bone or his jaw in Philly? Fatigue yeah, but I think I, I I think he's isn't he skating again? He is skating again. Or no? Is he a? Yeah, like I like I think now I think there's a lot of these pieces around Bob that you can pick and choose and decide which is the one that you like the most and which is the price the least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? You know what? I, I got to tell you. You know who I really wonder about out there is Gudis. Fred Fredmonton. No, just... I don't know if he's for you guys in general. For you guys, like I mean, like Bob, what do you think you're looking for? It has to be a forward. Elliot. Yeah, you know, like... uh, yeah. For you guys, a forward. I mean, McEwen. Just how healthy is he? That's my only question. I know you guys have looked at him this year. Yeah. Um, I, I know you guys have looked at McEwen this year. LeBanc, I, I don't see that one. What about, what about Nick Benino? Uh, his wife's from Edmonton. You know, like, I got to tell you, like, I've, I've been scouring up and down rosters. Like, uh, to me, Nick Benino is a guy that could help somebody. Um, I, I like Benino uh, a lot as a player. I, I, I'll, be, I'll admit it, I haven't watched him a lot this year, but I, I've always liked Benino's game. Um, I'm trying to think, like, who else? Uh, who, I'm trying to think of who else could be out there. Yeah. Hoffman, I, I'm not expecting it to happen. Anderson, I'm not expecting right. it Me to neither. happen. 
Um, I think I bet you Montreal's a little disappointed how this has worked out, right? Just because. Yeah, well, they they had a big one last year. They probably won't have as as big right. one this year. Sun Sunquist, I really like. I, I think that is. I think that's a great call potentially. Uh, I really like Sunquist a lot. I think that's a really good name. Um, I think they'll add one know, more. Than, I, I think they'll add one more for. I think they will too. That's that's my. I, I agree with that. So now now Hall now Holland is apparently indicated it might be defense, but I I'm with you. I think it's more likely what, forward. Like some what do people I know? said, what, we'll about, what about a Shen? What about a Gudas? I'm like they have that guy now. Right, they and he's seven hundred and sixty-two thousand bucks, and that's Dehernay. He's six. Yeah, six. and you know what? You always you always want to use your own guys if you can. And, and that kid's. I mean, who knows how he'll be in the playoffs? But I've really liked what I've seen from him so far. He looked like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix, blocking shots in that five-on-three against Boston. Like he's sitting there kicking his legs out. I'm like, he's just eating pucks left and right. I'm like, he blocked more shots on that one PK than one of the Oilers forwards did on the penalty kill in the entire 17-18 season. I won't say who that forward is, but I'll tell you, it was awesome. And then he, then he got upset because Yanmark got hauled down in the corner. They didn't call it, and he went to the Woodchoppers convention on David Pasternak. Like, it was, he earned that penalty. I got no problem with them. I'm like, just play the guy, accelerate his minutes. I love him. Uh, speaking of Pasternak, your thoughts on the deal. Had to happen, right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, he pushed them into a place they weren't comfortable going. I, I don't think Boston wanted to go there, but this was a case where the player had the leverage and the player used it. And I, I have no problem with anybody signing a contract for what somebody's willing to pay them. So that kid's a tough kid on and off the ice. I, I was really impressed by him. Very impressed. Is there a surprise? I mean, you, you mentioned Calgary. We'll leave you with this. You said all along it was going to be a, a buyer's market, but the buyers got in. What was Berkey's line? It was in the ESPN story from Wyshynski today. It's like the Kmart blue light special. That's the problem. The trade deadline, everybody shows up with their carts, and they bounce looking for cheap deals at the end. I like to get my work done early. I got to tell you, I'm a big believer in that, Elliot. I agree with that. And I tip my head. It was to tough this year because of the cap, though. Yes. Bob. That's why it's loosened up so much now. It's because people have more cap room and there's more flexibility. All right. So tell me this. Is there another? You, you said you're not sure what Calgary is going to do. Is there another team that could be a surprise seller in all of this? I don't know surprise seller, but I'm talking about some, uh, like I still don't think New Jersey's done. I still don't think Winnipeg's done. Um, you know, I mean. What is Florida going to do? Well, the problem with Florida is they don't have, they might sell, but they don't have many assets to buy, right? right. Yes. Like, Gudis is the guy I'm watching there. I've heard rumors about Reinhardt this year, but I just don't know where that is. Wow. Um, but Gudis is a guy I'm kind of wondering about. Um, I still think Tampa's going to add a defenseman. Um, I think. Uh, I got a wild card I, I for still you. I still think Vancouver's got some stuff to go on there, too. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Hit me. Who's your wild card? Well, it's not that much. It's And it's, it scares me a little bit. But we're getting, I've got about six texts that I've saved here out of the last 200 that come in. Bob, what about Jacob Verana in Detroit? See, I mean, that guy's got high-end skill. Our fans see the advanced analytics five-on-five. Five. He can score. He's a productive player. We know he was in the program. 
Uh, you would think maybe Detroit will look at buying him out in the offseason, but is it better off if they ate half? Could you go? Is he a guy that potentially might get traded? Sorry, Bob, you cut out there for a sec. Jacob who, are you, Vrana. who are you talking to? Jacob Vrana. Vrana, uh, look, put it this way. I think I think there have been teams that have looked at him, Bob, but I think I think people think it's smarter after the buyout. Yeah. Like like I'll tell you this. I I, I gotta say that uh I, I, I've wondered about Dallas with him, but because I think they've been one of the teams that have seen him quite a bit. But to me, the buyout makes more sense for people. Got another buddy of mine reaching out, uh, Robert, saying, uh, what about Taylor Radish out of Chicago? That's a little bit cheaper one. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Well, like, Robert knows uh, the stuff. That's he, not a bad. Robert knows the stuff. He played for Bill LaForge Sr. back in the day, so he knows what he's talking about. Ah. Yes. Bill LaForge Jr. running that Seattle team. You'll be hearing about them in the Memorial Cup. Elliot, great stuff. Guess what? I'm going to see you face-to-face next Friday or Saturday. Oh, that's right. We're in town. We're going to get together? We're going to get together? Can you can you bring your credit card? I mean, are you allowed Are you allowed to be seen in public with me? Well, why? why can, hey, we did invite you the one year, if you recall. You were invited to a, a special event the one year, and you couldn't make it down there. So there you go. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, yes. And when that guy invites you, you need to go. <laughs> so <there you laughs> that's it. true. Yes. Hey, have it, hey uh, give us the rundown for the trade deadline day coverage on Sportsnet tomorrow. When does it start? How long does it go for? All that stuff. Well, it starts at 8 a.m. Uh, and I think we're going on till it's basically over. 8 a.m. your time. Uh, it starts basically till it's over. Um, you know, it's myself and Jeff, uh, it's David Amber, it's Anson Carter, it's Ryan Getzlaff, it's, uh, it's Kevin Bieksa, it's Carolyn, it's Jennifer Botterill. Um, there's, there's a lot of people that there's like 30 people doing it. So I, uh, I have to say that there will be a lot of people talking tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of people on your TV. All right. Awesome stuff. Hey, Elliot, thank you for switching days and helping us out here in Oilers now. Thank you for being, uh, thank you for being, uh, uh, flexible. I really appreciate it. There you go. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's Door Service. Let's go to the Oilers Now Prospect Report. It's brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace Reface. Uh, Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff reporting former Edmonton Oil King Jackson Weeb has signed a three-year deal with the Anaheim Ducks. I know a person that suggested maybe an NHL organization should sign him. Uh, or not sign him, but draft him based on how he played last year's Memorial Cup. He had a hat-trick for the Edmonton Oil Kings. He signs a three-year deal in Anaheim. Uh, We will head off to a global news weather traffic update here with Randy Kilburn. We'll marry a couple breaks, and when we come back, Al May will join us out of Washington.